You'll often see the priest at the beginning of Mass or uh, the opening prayer, we call it, the collect. Um, he'll say, the Lord, uh, let us pray, and then bring his hands together. And that's a time when we, we offer our prayers, our thoughts, our, our hopes for this liturgy. And then the priest will open his hands in the, uh, the Oran's uh, position and will pray the collect, where you kind of collect all the prayers of the community. That's a fascinating prayer that, um, you know, sometimes you got to just kind of listen to it. It helps to set a theme. And in our day, for today, the beginning of the first, the beginning of the Advent season, um, we pray, grant your faithful, we pray, almighty God, to resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming. That gives you a few thoughts to set your, your brain and your spirit and your soul and your heart as we enter into this holy liturgy, the beginning of the church's year. Beginning today with Advent, we do look forward to Christ's birth um, as, as Israel of old, reflecting on the emptiness of life without the Savior. And we look and we will prepare for Christmas, the nativity, when the incarnate word is born forth from Mary, the Blessed Mother, the Virgin Mother. And throughout all the year and the season, we'll, we'll reflect on the and be empowered by the message of the gospel that Jesus proclaimed, that he lived, that he that he lived to the very infinite emptying of his very self. He came to show us God's care and to empower us to live in new freedom. And so we wait uh, and look forward to the second coming when Jesus will come in glory. We know not the time or the hour in this passage from the Gospel of Matthew, the, the verse immediately before we get to this whole thing about as it was in the days of Noah, the disciples are saying, well, when will this time come? And it says, well, no one knows the time or the hour. Only our Heavenly Father knows that. And so the reason for life is to live in Christ and to know that as we reflect back, on his birth into human history to show us the human face of God, as it were, to show us true liberation and freedom over the power of sin, to truly be liberated, to live for Christ and to build a world that is a world with hope and trust, that he is born into human history. And you and I, have received that good news in our life. And we have received baptism to be adopted sons of the Father, sons and daughters of the Father, and that we participate at his coming in our own lives in the Eucharist, as we will celebrate here. And we look forward with anticipation and hope when God will bring all things together. And we're told in today's scriptures 
Live freely. Don't be burdened by sin. Understand the power of Christ's being in our lives. So Advent, the color of the season is purple. It's a reflective time. We don't usually have the the singing of the Gloria at the, the beginning of Mass. We will on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. But normally, and so it's, it's a time of, 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 re, of reflective time. Uh, we have the Advent wreath. One, two, three, four. Slowly, it's kind of the imagery of Christ as the light that comes into the world. Slowly getting brighter and brighter. The liturgy for the first, uh, up until December uh, 17th, the focus is going to be on the second coming being prepared to uh, living our baptismal glory as children and of, of God and brothers, sisters of the Lord, our Savior. And then from the 17th until the 24th and the Nativity, the focus is going to be on the, the Holy Family in Bethlehem of Judea. And the O Antiphons will be preceding each of the, the, the Gospels O wisdom from on high, O leader of the house of David, O root of Jesse's stem, O key of David, O radiant dawn, O king of the nations, O Emmanuel. The Magnificat lived out, stretched out over those days until the feast of the nativity. So yes, it is a time of the Adventus coming. But I'd like us to think And remember that there are a number of comings. And just as uh, like last Sunday was the Feast of Christ the King, and our focus was on the end times, so also to begin Advent, our focus is on the day of glory. Even our song, number 122, is the same as last Sunday's, but it's longer. So that first reading and the the four readings of today are just to give us things to to pin onto as we begin our Advent time. The first reading from Isaiah. Isaiah was living in a very calamitous period. The Assyrians had conquered the northern kingdom, had taken the ten tribes into exile. Judah's, uh, the The surrounding regions of Jerusalem were overturned by the Assyrians. They were swift pickings for the the Babylonians. In the midst of this, we see how Isaiah has a vision from Almighty God. And he writes down this vision as we heard it proclaimed. And he's speaking of a new creation. Left to ourselves, to our own devices, We are indeed in a sorry state. But God does not forget his people. And he sees a time when all the nations of the earth will go up in glory to the new Jerusalem, the new heaven, a new earth. God is going to come to us. We only have a glimpse in the time of Isaiah about what that really means. Because we know God will come with us to lead us and to free us. 
And in that day, it is Jesus who will be the one to rule and to judge the righteous and the unrighteous. From Mount Zion, when you think of it every time you and I gather for the Eucharist, we participate in that great sacrifice which Jesus offered on Mount Zion. In so many ways, we encounter Jesus in our lives. And so we know that as we anticipate the day of glory, we're already touching him now. And as we touch him and as we grow closer to him in our prayer, in our Eucharist, in our life of service, in of the ways in which we just kind of tear out the selfishness by the grace of Almighty God, in order to, to invite Jesus more fully to be overwhelming in our life. The more we participate in his Eucharist, his victory, the more we can be active in works of charity, in works of service, to make that new creation come alive. That Psalm 122, we confess that our own lives, in our own lives, we come to Mount Zion, the sacramental Jerusalem. Just listen to that psalm and take it into your own life. And then you can hear Paul writing to the Christians in Rome who were living in a society that, that had all sorts of crazy norms and their own cultural practices. He said, you know, take off the, the garments of darkness, put on the armor of light. He's talking about the way of faith. To live free. And Jesus reminds us that the day of, Lord, of the Lord will come at a time we do not know. So in the days of Noah, everyone was doing the same old thing. Getting up, had their coffee or whatever, and uh, just kind of moving along. Hey, nothing new today. And Jesus is saying, don't live that way, folks. You have received so much. And so, um, you know, today, the first Sunday of Advent, let's just... Uh, Take upon ourselves, you know, just a, a deeper sense that, Lord, I want this Advent to be a time of renewal in my life. Help me to begin this new year of faith. You know, we live in a time, would you agree with me, that there is so much skepticism. There's so much cynicism. Even within the church. This is a time you and I need to be clothed in light, in the garment of strength. There's so much of a, you know, a, when we look at the, the, the warfare, you know, you want to throw up your hands. What else can people do to one another? What can I do to make a difference? Well, the Advent time is a very good way to think of how you and me together as a church what do we need to do to be more radiant in light for the world that we encounter each day throughout the week? What are we doing in our parish? Are we subsuming to the cynicism of our day? Getting into the gossip, the chisme, the craziness? Or are we living a different kind of way? Keeping our mouths shut. <laughs> 
looking at people in the eye, not pursuing all the, 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 the rumors and gossips, living like we have, like the world depends on me, on who I am, and who, by the grace of Almighty God, God is making me to be. Think about how God has been working in your life through this past year, the past three years. How have you persevered through the pandemic? Do you have a deeper and more emphatic heart for others? For those who, 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 you know, who, who, who are sick? For the poor? For, for, for anybody who's just been kicked around? We've had a great adventure a very sorrowful adventure for many people, but hopefully a great adventure of discovering how God is working in our life already. And we have glimpses of how we can allow God to work more fully. Would you agree with me at that? Let's give it a try. Let's live this holy Advent time so that on Christmas Day, we truly greet the Prince of Peace, Savior Lord in his, uh, in his humanity and his divinity, lead us to become divine and holy like you.